0: Our text this morning comes from John chapter 10, verses 7 through 18. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father." So far, our text. Dear fellow redeemed, there's such a thing as commitment, and then there's such a thing as total commitment. For example, in the face of death itself, who among us would find fault in somebody who didn't give up their life for the sheep? After all, sheep have their purposes, but ultimately they're animals, and we don't die for animals. They're not worth dying over. But in the text that we just read, Jesus counters that point. Good shepherds do, in fact, go that far in their duties. And he was talking to the Pharisees when he made this point. The Pharisees would have been familiar with the Old Testament imagery of the shepherd, that the Lord was the shepherd and the people, the sheep. And though the good shepherd stood in front of them, the good shepherd, and told them as much, they and many others would continue to neglect the message and even persecute him for it. And yet, in the face of those thieves and robbers, wolves, and yes, death itself, the good shepherd would still go on to lay down his life for his sheep. Four times in our text this morning, Jesus says this, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I lay down my life for the sheep. I lay down my life that I may take it again. I lay it down of myself. The message is loud and clear to the Pharisees, and it's loud and clear for us as well. Jesus was doing the Father's bidding, but he took this job very seriously. He wanted to do it, he would lay down his own life when he walked towards Golgotha all those years ago. He was devoted to this job. In the face of all evil and death itself, he laid down his life for the sheep. All these things, death, the devil, sin, were defeated by the blood he shed for us. He saved the most stubborn group of creation, not sheep, but us sinners. That day, and he nailed this coffin shut when he rose again on Easter morning. Jesus Christ alone could do that. He is the door to the sheep, as we read in our text. Natural man sits outside in the darkness, outside the comfort of God's Word, his safety, and his love. He thinks that there are many doors and many ways that can lead to salvation or that he can get to heaven by. But Jesus says otherwise in the Beatitudes, if you remember back to that. Jesus said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who will go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. And though there are few who find it, that does not mean that he did not guide them. God's word is extended to, All people and refusal to listen is on them, not on God. Paul wrote of this to Titus when he said, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself... For us, that He might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for Himself His own special people. Jesus Christ, God and man, has done the work for us. We bring nothing to the table. We are called to believe in Him. That is the narrow gate. In Christ, we are better able to deny ungodliness and worldly lust because Christ Himself has denied ungodliness and worldly lust most perfectly. We can look forward to that glorious appearing on the last day because he first laid down his life for us. And I keep saying us, and what exactly is meant by that? What does Jesus mean in the text? When he says, other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. As previously stated, he was talking to the Pharisees at this point. His testimony could not be clear. Several times here, as in other instances, he lays it out loud and clear that he is the great I Am. In other accounts, he calls himself the bread of life, the light of the world, the door, the resurrection, and the life. All of these, I Am. There is one authority in heaven and on earth that is to be obeyed, and that was the great I Am, the name Jehovah that the Pharisees claimed to be followers of. And by showing this authority, Jesus is able to tell them, as well as us, who it is that the us refers to. Jesus' ministry was focused on the Jews. The Pharisees already had a problem with this since they considered their religion to be flawless. But when Jesus speaks of the other sheep, he is referring to the Gentiles. He witnessed, or his witness rather, reached out to them as well. And there are several accounts in the Gospels of Gentile people believing in the one Savior of all mankind. The shepherd's word is heard by all the sheep, rather they acknowledge it or not. But some did acknowledge it, and they were just as much under his care as the ones already entrusted to him. The one flock under the one shepherd is the believers in Christ who are under his care. We are under his care. He did not die in vain or for certain groups of people or for the 144,000 or whatnot. Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, laid down his life for all people. He died and rose again for us. So following Christ is not something that we could have done by ourselves. We remember that we love him because he first loved us. Like sheep, even when we put our minds to something, it's usually for nothing good. Yet Jesus loved us anyway. He was willing to pay that price for us. Though our flesh retained sin until our dying of day, The Good Shepherd leads us through the gate that we might find sustenance through his word and sacraments. He still loves us and laid down his life for us. And though our risen Savior is in heaven, he did not leave us without hope in this lifetime, but rather he sent his Holy Spirit to be with us. The Good Shepherd continues to lead and guide us, care for us, and love us by him. We are free. By Him we are saved. By Him we can testify of the salvation He earned for us. It is final. It is finished. Amen. We see Hymn 210, verses 1, 3, and 5. Um.